This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. In a superflex, you're saying what? <laughs> In a superflex startup, we'll, we'll say 14 teams for the sake of fun. Uh, you have is that fun? 14. Okay. I think I'm in one, and it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, you have the one on one, superflex, PPR, bells and whistles, all of that. One word answers, everyone. Who do you take with one o one? Starting with you, Andy. Barkley. Brian. Saquon one That was like a <sighs> compound word number alphanumeric code. I don't know about I kinda that. Liked <laughs> I kind of liked it. I did too. I like that. I love that. I really, I'm really upset I didn't use that. <laughs> Hogue. I was trying to figure out how many O's were in that. <laughs> it's it's Rogers by far. Do I is this do I leave now? Like, I mean, did you buy some vowels? <laughs> like, what happened? I said one word. <laughs> yeah, that it, it, it's <laughs> you, you can't let me just say Aaron Rodgers and just leave it there. Like, it, it, especially with back to back Saquon picks. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And you, so, so you going Rodgers? Hope. Yeah, yeah, it's still Aaron Rodgers for me. Still the safest, the safest player with the highest ceiling in all of football. Gabe. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't believe Saquon went twice as a one-on-one in a soup. Like that surprises me. That's where we are, bro. Yeah, I guess I I'm. I'm unaware of the culture at this point in my <laughs> dynasty life. Um, shout out to the dynasty life pod. Hey, hey, I, I don't know. Like, why aren't we still doing the wide receiver thing? And, and if you, you know what, I'll uh, I'll I'll match your Aaron Rodgers for for funsies, and I'll I'll say uh, everybody's new boy, uh, Patty Mahomes. Yep, Patty. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll get there. I think. But... I think. Yeah, I think he'll I, easily be a, a top five guy <laughs> yeah i've got yeah. him i've got him number two right now that's both qb2 and two overall and you know this time next year if he does anything close to what he did this year then i'll have him at qb1 but yeah for the moment give me the guy who's been the qb1 overall what five times and still has you know three or four years left in the tank not that i not that i disagree necessarily but the reason i would go mahomes over rogers is because everybody wants mahomes his value just is just so much higher than rogers mm -hmm. at this point you could flip mahomes for i feel like whatever you want in superflex yeah and there's definitely that argument to be made um i'm i'm going off of who do i want to start at quarterback for an entire year so but yeah, I, I mean, there's kind of two different things. There is that perceived value too, and and trade value. And I'm not I'm not really looking to trade my first guy, so I want the guy with the most, you know, the most upside and the safe upside for, you know, as long as possible. 
Yeah, to be clear, J. Mike, I don't want to pick Mahomes at one. <laughs> like, I just think he should go there. Like, I, I don't. I'd rather just have a. I'd trade back if I could. I don't want the one on one. I hate that. I don't want it. Yeah, true. But wait, wait, wait. Let's un- let's unpack that for a moment. No. You <laughs> why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want one on one? I don't like to pick there. I don't want to wait in your fourteen team league, J Mike. If if we're doing this snake draft, I don't want to wait twenty six picks to pick again. I don't want to do that. Okay, especially when so, I mean I can get my guy probably at the end of the first round. You know, it's yeah. going to be all running backs ahead of me. And I, I don't agree with that, but that's that's the way it's going to fall. So, you know, there might be a lot of QBs going between between you, that, that 101 and, and then your second round pick, too, I suppose. Like, that's typically where they start to to fall, like a lot of them in a row is like end of the first, beginning of the second. They'll just kind of go off. So maybe you'll get some value at the end of the second. Maybe I'm wrong, J. Mike. You, you, you have, yeah. If you have one on one, you have to go back to back QB in this in, at the two three turn. Oh, and that was and that was my question for you guys. That was my question for you guys who took Saquon at one on one. Are you scared to death at who's gonna who's gonna be there at quarterback on that two three turn? No. Yeah, I'm not either. Okay. Because the thing is, not everyone's gonna take a quarterback. There's gonna be when guys like Gurley or any of the top end running backs, all those top end wide receivers. People are gonna prefer to get one of those guys over a quarterback too, because once the elite quarterbacks go, there'll be quarterbacks who fall. But you're screwed. You're kind of screwed if you go if you gamble at, at the two three turn and not yes. take. Somebody. <laughs> right. That's scary. Team. Yeah, and fourteen team. Yeah, yeah. You kind of made it nasty with that one, J. Mike. I'll give you that. <laughs> why did? Hey, okay. Question for you, J. Mike. Why do you? Why do you think that you can just start the show off with football? <laughs> It, it didn't feel right, but I felt like it had to be done. This is it's it's the second show of 2019, and the bar needed to open. Kicking down doors here. Wow, you you're all business now. You you've created a cocktail menu. You you brought in a few micro brews coming off of the tap. Uh, probably got a food truck outside. <laughs> shrimp tacos on deck let's go i'm just gonna say it better have tacos or i'm out yeah. <laughs> tacos or done yeah literally right. um <laughs> i was talking to the guys before we kicked off uh i walked in the door from work um I, I didn't share this part with you guys i walked in the door from work literally warmed up a plate taco night at my house hey, came in saw that Tuesday. my wife yeah, turn up um my wife uh had my youngest daughter on the couch. Uh, she had taken an extra long nap because she had been sick. Uh, I literally sat there, ate tacos with them for about 12 minutes, gave hugs, set it up, and here we are. Wow. It's like that. I hope y'all are appreciating what this man does for this <laughs> yeah, Seriously, that's intense. Every Tuesday. Y'all think you can finish three tacos in 12 minutes? Come on. Crushed. <laughs> Come on. Flour Rushed. or corn? Flour or corn, J. Mike? Um, it was, it was straight flour. Oh, not, you're not... such a gringo, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I bet well, you haven't been called that before. There's no comeback. No, you can't. No. <laughs> How do I bounce back from being uh, called a gringo? 
All right, and that's our show. <laughs> and we're live <laughs> on the open bar. It's Tuesday. It's 9.30 Eastern-ish. We would have been on time, but J. Mike had to eat tacos, and Andy Fresh had to uh, let the dogs out. So the answer of who has been answered that quickly? It was Andy. It was me. Fresh with two H's. Um, yeah, we're here, man. It's it's 2019. We're whatever playoffs have happened. The rookies are happening. We're about to hit some really dead time in the fantasy football world. J. Mike, are you prepared for the dead? Um, the dead what? Uh, that the dead time of like what do we talk about kind of thing like, like wait a second we're literally we... gonna have to start talking about like our cocktail menu and our taco menu we've got to find a new name and i feel like several podcasts have talked about this. a new name find... for the podcast oh just listen <laughs> i feel like uh the guy from a, a national what was it uh christmas vacation uh talking to grace about the the blessing the blessing. Um, just listen. Uh, I, I don't even remember what I'm saying now. Gosh, ugh. you need a new name. We need a name. We need a name. No, we need. Yes, we need a new name for the off season. Because technically, in Dynasty, as I'm mm. earning, it is never off. There's always something popping off. So, what do you call the off season? The non-scoring points season. Mm, kind of long but strong. <laughs> that's what we call it on a trade addicts pod so like that, like that. uh i j mike i think we have to wait on this we we, we clearly don't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah russ calls it the, yeah i see russ, i see you in here russ in the chat non-point scoring season i like that <laughs> it's true though that is very much true um well, we have we have three people on our show that have not been on our show before. I uh, loosely introduced the first fella here, Andy Fresh, with two H's. Um, just so fresh, a, a new a new a new East Coaster as well. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to share that information, but I just did. So, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, I've I've watched your show a bunch of times. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's freezing. So this weather sucks out here in the East Coast. I don't know how you guys do this year round, um, but I'm I'm excited, man. My Patriots in our third straight Super Bowl. We could dedicate the whole show to that if you want. We'll talk about the Patriots. And on to our well, other, you, you know, in my, in my description for the show, I said that we were going to break down the last 15 years of the Patriots seasons. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Brian Har with two R. We have a lot of double consonants happening. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that the last name isn't actually fresh with two H. It, maybe it is, but well, Freshet, like Freshet, like two T's, two T's. Yeah, yes. Okay. We've got a double consonant type of night. I appreciate that. Uh, Brian Har, what's up, dude? Hey, how are you guys? Glad to be here. Excited. Yeah. Your microphone looks like a lightsaber. Yeah, right? <laughs> I can turn it around if it's too distracting, but I kind of like it. I don't know. It's it sets like an ambiance. Like a light. Yeah, it is yeah. beautiful. I like that. 
happy to have you, man. That the I know you just did your cute little plug about the trade addicts, <laughs> but uh, would you like to share it again, or is that is that enough? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I yeah, I co-host the uh, the Trade Addicts Pod with uh, Dynasty Outhouse at Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter, and uh, he's a he's been I on like the show, guy. I believe, once, twice, several times. Uh, so, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun uh, recording and and putting our stuff out there. So check us out if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Excited to be here. Really excited. Very honored. I feel very honored. To be here, so. <laughs> Pleasure is we- all ours. Exactly. All right. John Hogue uh, rhymes with sport. That's all I could think of when I when <laughs> source. <laughs> rhymes with source. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> that was impressive. He said. Dude, I, I, I always appreciate minimalist efforts when it comes to, uh, to, any kind of work. So yeah. Yeah. I was, I was good with that, man. And I, and I, I was just happy to get my name on that intro. I didn't care how you did it. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. It's like Addison, Addison. I, I, can't, I can't switch up the first four bars, bro. Like I made a music video. I got in jean shorts and a belly. Like what, I can't just say another man's name with a belly shirt on. Like I had before. We can't just recreate these moments. Happy to have you there, brother. John Hogue. <laughs> I was I was worried that you were just gonna change my name instead of like instead of changing the the words at all. Just make it John Torch. <laughs> John Torch <laughs> and John Torch. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's awesome to be here, guys. Like I said uh, off air, this this is how you know you made it when you get in the bar and it's open and it's live. So yeah, this is uh, this is awesome. Can you believe that, J. Mike? Two people have said that. Andy's kind of a jerk, but two out of three people said that. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. No, uh, no, not at all. Andy's kind of the maybe the only intelligent one of the yeah. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it all the way real. We appreciate that, Andy. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> the the chat's already lit all the way up. Uh, acknowledging the chat early today. Uh, outhouse was first. <laughs> he says, I think something is broken. It's 944 and the show isn't showing. <laughs> Damn it, Rust. Uh, <laughs> such a turd. He's, he's not. He's, oh, because oh, we started it like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I deal with his literal shit every freaking week. So, literal. I mean, well, not, not, I guess not no, literal. literal. Out, outhouse, literal. No, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesse's in the building. What's up, Jesse? All the way from San Diego, wishing you'd send that nice sunny weather our way here in the Midwest slash East Coast. Um, Aaron, what's up, Aaron? Aaron's in the building here. Uh, Svoboda is in the building. Uh, Steve the- K, what's up, Steve? Yeah, the Svoboda. Um, so it looks like we're already excited about life. Oh, Coach Burke, Andrew Burke in the building from the Fantasy 40. What's up, man? Um, the Somebody was already talking uh, trade in here. And I think this kind of harkens back to what we talked about. Uh, Aaron said he got a rob for Pettis this week. Did he get robbed or is he the robber? He got Allen Robinson for Dante Pettis. Fact. Uh, He's the robber. I think so. <laughs> Indeed. I think so. Again, Indeed. I maybe I mean y'all went back to back the Saquon with that one on one, so I might be out <laughs> of touch completely. I might, and that's like legitimately. I'm not even clowning. Like. I so I think he wins. I think he wins. Yeah, for sure. Allen Robinson's 
headed for a huge bounce back. Mm-hmm. People are people are bailing way too early. Yeah, just, I agree. There was just so much working against him. There were so many reasons to believe that wide receiver 35 was kind of the best he was going to do, and that's what he did. So, yeah, give him a full year in that system, you know, fully back from injury, another year for uh, for Trubisky and Nagy's system. Yeah, it's it's all systems go for A-Rob. And he's still only 26 years old, too. I mean, I think yep. it feels like he's been in the league forever, but, you know, it, it's – and he, and he has, I guess. I mean, he's been been there for a while, but he's still only 26, so he's still got a lot of time. He's still right in that prime window. So he end, he ended the year on a solid note too um, in the playoff game too. So I'd actually be surprised if he was going as low as he was, because a lot of people saw that and saw kind of the ceiling he has in that offense. I think that offense is up for a bounce back too, as a whole. Uh, Trubisky just well should continue to get better. What I find interesting what do you about, have to say about Anthony Miller, J. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, uh, <laughs> Anthony Miller is my guy, uh, but we're not talking about him right now. We're talking about a Rob, and I want to try to keep it on the focus here because I find this interesting. Uh, January ADP, a Rob is co- currently going as the wide receiver twenty nine. Dante Pettis, wide receiver thirty six. Um, That's a not a. Yeah, I, I agree, and I don't know if it's the case of A. Rob being down so far, or Pettis being up so high. Um, I don't know. I find that interesting. Like, so, so for A. Rob's, in, for instance, he's got Chris Godwin and Alshon Jeffrey in front of him, right behind him, Christian Kirk and Will Fuller, and I think I like Allen Robinson better than all of those guys. Uh, yeah, he's um, kind of getting some yeah. disrespect. I don't like it. Like he's going behind Tyler Lockett, behind Tyler Boyd. I, I, wow, I, yeah, I think this might be a, a a great a great buy time for Allen Robinson. But on on the flip side, uh, Dante Tyler Pettis, uh, <laughs> he he balled out. Tyler Boyd balled out. Um, Dante Pettis, two in front of him, Mike Williams and Anthony Miller, behind him, Robbie Anderson and Traquan Smith. Um, the the recently eliminated Traquan Smith. I should I should add. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> too soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dante Pettis is probably gonna drop a little bit too now that you know, now that now that the, the new cycle has Antonio Brown going there, it, at least for the next couple months, we're probably oh gonna God. see Dante Pettis free fall. Yeah, he'd fall off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be like wide receiver 66 at that point. I mean, yeah. Well, and the other thing is if if you know, one of the places that Kareem Hunt has been talked about landing is Chicago. And if he lands there, I think that helps that offense as a whole, too. Opens things up on the outside a little bit more for those receivers, too. I think that's a fantastic point that I did not consider. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not even think about that, Brian. That's a great call. The Let me ask this. When it, as it pertains to A-Rob, um, what, does he have – does he have wide receiver like top twelve ceiling? I don't think so. Not anymore. I think that as much as I like that offense, I think that they're an offense that's going to spread it around quite a bit. And if they do land Hunt, I, he's going to be involved in the pass game. Um, 
And I think that the tight end, I think Burton had a down year. I think that they'll try to get the tight ends a little bit more involved too. Um, but I think A-Rob's going to settle in like at, at least a high end, like wide receiver two, mid wide receiver two. Um, that offense should take a, another step forward. I just don't know if he's, he's in the elite tier. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that too. Um, more of a, a wide receiver too um, overall. <clears throat> I think he has elite talent. I think his talent is elite. Um, the right situation, if he was to end up in New England or in Indianapolis or somewhere like that, I mean, obviously he's not going anywhere. He just signed a three-year contract in Chicago. But uh, on a team, you know, with a little bit different circumstance, a you know, a little bit more solid quarterback uh, situation, I think he has elite talent. But uh, you know, and uh, with the Bears, I don't. You know, I'm with you guys. I think it's probably more of a wide receiver too. That's a, I mean, that's a decent floor, even like expectation or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy to have that same level of, of uh, ADP, I guess, for, for um, Pettis and, and Kirk and who else did you say? Robbie Anderson. I mean, like those guys, you, you think that their ceiling is like a wide receiver too. And, and to feel safe as that a Rob's a wide receiver too. And, and possibly more like, I don't know. That's just psycho to me the um when you go back and look and i just find this incredibly interesting when we're talking about players uh and where they can land and all those different things the if if you try to produce top 12 wide receiver this year uh which was keenan allen in ppr leagues uh 16.3 points per game 260 points total uh that's 97 catches for almost 1200 yards and six touchdowns um the the I'm curious. I guess the thing now in Chicago is I'm curious if Allen Robinson can sustain the targets that would prop him up to be that high end number two. Because when even when you look at the target game, man, these numbers Pretty are decent, really astronomical. Like it, so, top fifteen wide receivers, everybody's in triple digits, right? Um, the lowest I think out of the bunch was Brandon Cooks at 117 out of the top 15 wide receivers. Uh, the the uh, wide receiver number 16 is Tyler Lockett with his seven, with a super efficient 71 targets and 57 catches for 10 touchdowns. Like that's insane, right? But everybody else is like they're triple digits and it's not it, it's not close. So I'm 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 curious how like how like where do you balance this super talented guy in an emerging offense with an improving quarterback hopefully awesome play caller um, with the fact that he's how likely is it that he's going to get triple digit targets? Completely. I mean, he almost he almost didn't. He didn't play all of his games either. Like I think if he played all sixteen, he'd be right there with the one fifteen one twenty range or or possibly more. I mean, th there are some weird guys in that offense that <laughs> that took advantage because of you know injuries or adjusting or, or, or whatever it was taylor gabriel like are we expecting uh he almost had nearly 100 targets as well i mean Tariq cohen's getting his but like yeah that that's completely feasible i think to to have 100 plus in six and, and, games. and he doesn't even necessarily need that they're kind of two different paths because part of the problem this year was just the fact that Mitchell Trubisky was really pretty inaccurate as a passer. So, bad. so 
you know, Allen Robinson, he had something like a 56% catch rate. I want to say off the top of my head, um, but he only had two drops. So like uh, he's, he's barely caught 50% of his targets yet. It wasn't his fault. It's not like he's, he's dropping the ball. It's just that, you know, if, if the, if the accuracy improves for Trubisky, you know, he can still get there just with a little bit more efficiency. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a volume thing for him. I find a Rob so intriguing. They brought them up. They brought him up in the chat and I find him so incredibly intriguing. If we're looking at uh DLF ADP, um, we'll go, we'll jump back to that real fast and then we'll move on. Marlon Mack or Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Robinson. Hey, Rob. We'll keep it on the same team. Who'd you say? I said it was pretty easy for me. Okay. Easy Tariq yeah. Cohen or Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. Robinson. Okay. Jarvis Landry or Allen Robinson? Robinson. Still Robinson I, for me. Robinson. Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Sony Michelle, Allen Robinson. Sony. Yeah, it's got to be Sony. I think yeah, so too. That one's kind of nasty. Take one step back, Aaron Jones or Allen Robinson? Uh, Brian Har on three. Us. One, <laughs> two, three. Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll probably. <laughs> That's like a choreographed dance. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we practice that at the, the Aaron Jones fan club meetings. We do. I like that. I like that. I, I'm, I'm scared to see what you're. Secret handshake looks like that's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to the show. Uh, the the next thing they wanted to chat about Burke. Uh, what's up, Burke? He uh, he asked, "What's Juju look like without AB?" And we touched on AB landing spot last week, but we didn't really do a ton of talking about Juju uh, in terms of that. And also, he kind of followed up with James Washington. Does he get a bump? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so. I mean, what Juju's done is super impressive. As a dynasty asset, he's still just so young um, that it, he it, he should have tons of value. It, it's weird. I, I've thought about um, him without AB, and I'm not sure if AB really drew so much attention um, that it just propped up Juju. I think that's a possibility. Um, I think my, my thought process is recency bias, though, because the last game uh, without – without uh, Antonio when, when they lost. Um, I, I feel like Juju didn't go off. Like he had a solid game, but that's just what stands in my head. And I'm just like, maybe it was, he was more of a product of, of Antonio Brown um, being such a threat, but um, it, you, it's, it's tough to say that and argue with, with the stats that he's put up. So um, I, he's, he's one of those players I'm just super interested in. And I still, um, one, one little thing that worries me is just Ben, like the, the, he's talked about retiring and I, I have such a fear of, of play like wide receivers that lose a quarterback like that. And um, I'm just thinking of like AB whenever Ben gets hurt and, and Landry Jones had to come into the game, Brown's value just fell off. A, he, he was almost unstartable to um, to a sense. So I, he's weird. I, I just get nervous with with if they have Mason Rudolph back there and, and what it looked like. So um, yeah, that's what I got on Juju. QB one Mason Rudolph. <laughs> what is this all oklahoma state team is that what this is uh third year though like and, and just what he's done i mean 
you, you look at Michael Thomas and, and what he's been able to do. And I don't know. I sure Drew Brees certainly helps, but I think Juju could certainly be ready to to take over that that role. And and I I do see that point. That that certainly scares me the most as well. So it, it might be a little dependent on what happens at QB, but that 2020 class might be might be something nice for the Steelers too. So it might fall just perfectly for him. I hope we can talk about the Michael Thomas thing. He's a player that I, I have the same questions with. Like, I have no idea what to think with post Breeze. Let's talk about it then. I, the, I yeah. would be showing him. The bar like, is open. This is your last chance. You think this is – say it one more time. I feel like this is like the season – he had such a hot a hot end to the season, just a, an awesome year. I, and I think that Breeze, Breeze's last year might be next year. And I just don't know what's going to happen with that offense. It's probably an un, unpopular take, but he's a player that has so much value. I mean, there's people who take him as wide receiver two in Dynasty, wide receiver three. And if, you know, that littlest bit of, of um, Breeze kind of de- um, starting to play bad, um, I feel like you're just going to – people are going to see that and get worried with Thomas, and his value might start to, to plummet. Um, and I feel like you could flip him for so many solid players right now. Um, it's just kind of just what I what I've been thinking about a lot. I have a couple shares of of Thomas, and I'm nervous not to move them and and have it completely collapse. Mm. I do feel a little bit better about Teddy Bridgewater than Mason Rudolph, though. Oh, Br- How do you feel about Taysom Hill? Terrible <laughs> in, that, in that Week 17 game. Yeah, that's true. That, that offense looked like it was in shambles, and I feel like that's when I really started to think about what would happen without Breeze. I think that's a that's a, that's really interesting to think about. This the life after. Um, you can say it with a lot of quarterbacks, honestly. I mean, but but none, but but that's so interesting. That you say that because Michael Thomas's catch percentage this year, uh, and I know that this is something that Ho brought up previously. Michael Thomas's catch percentage was eighty five percent, one hundred forty seven so targets. Yeah, 147 targets, 125 catches for 1,400 freaking yards on 85%. <laughs> like, if it, like that's like nobody. I'm looking at this list of top 50 wide receivers. I don't see anybody else at 80. I'm sorry, no, Tyler Lockett, again, ridiculous. <laughs> but like every, everybody else was like like 70, like between 60 and 70. So like 85%. That's and that's a that's the Drew Brees effect. And Andy, I think that's a great point to think about is even for as good as Michael Thomas is, what happens when the efficiency is not there? What happens when the ball's not placed so perfectly, right? It's that's, exactly that's how I feel about Kamara too. And a good like Kamara is a special player, but I still think he's a like a big product of Brees. And one thing that was in, what I thought about when I was watching the game over the weekend was they mentioned it, how Brees just places it as he's running. So Kamara already has full speed when he starts to catch the ball and he's gone. And I don't think a lot of quarterbacks can do that. And Breeze just has a, a, a knack um, for throwing to his, to his running back. So Kamara is another player. I just get nervous about just because his, a ton of his values tied to his, his receiving uh, prowess. So it, mm. not, not to say I'm right. I just think that Breeze does so much. He's so accurate and hitting guys on the run like that. And Kamara benefits because he has so much momentum going and he, he can gain yards after the catch i just don't know if bridgewater is that type of quarterback or if whoever may land there saints offense let's open it up fellas what y'all think well i mean i think they're gonna find a quarterback you know i'm not and it might be teddy bridgewater i'm not so sure that they're 
that they're going to be okay with this, you know, Super Bowl caliber roster being turned over to Teddy freaking Bridgewater. But uh, <laughs> it's it's possible. Um, it, it, I, I don't know. I'm I'm way less worried about Michael Thomas without Drew Brees. For one thing, I, I'd be more concerned about Michael Thomas if you know they add a wide receiver in the draft, perhaps. Um, that that's the the type of thing that would concern me. But I think he's going to be fine. He's going to get there on volume. And the reason I say that is, I you know, every one of the wide receivers at the top really kind of have these same question marks. Yeah. With you know, with the exception of DeAndre Hopkins. And he, you know, he, he's set at quarterback, but he does have, you know, Fuller and QT to, to contend with. But beyond that, I mean, you know, we're still talking about Beckham at the top and, um, you know, Mike Evans is towards the top. Um, I guess Devontae Adams is, is fairly safe too. But a lot of these guys, I mean, you know, they, they don't have great quarterback play and they just get their own volume. And I think Michael Thomas can do that as well. Yeah, I would tend, I would tend to agree with that as well. I mean, I think, and, and Hopkins is a guy that you can look at historically. I mean, he's had Watson the last two seasons, but prior to that, he didn't have a quarterback pretty much for his entire career up to that point. So, you know, I mean, I, I think those guys at the top end, the volume, and 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 the talent. I mean, they're they're elite talents. So the combination of those two things, they're they're going to be towards the top of of the wide receiver scoring in fantasy. You know, regardless of who the quarterbacks are. I mean, I mean, it might take a little dip. Are they going to be as high as they are with Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, et cetera, et cetera? Maybe not. But they're still going to be, you know, in that upper tier. I think that's at least worth worth exploring, though, with what Andy's talking about in regards to if he's not so this season in PPR, he's he's top six. So if the efficiency drops just a little bit, what happens if he's top twelve? If if you're looking at an asset, obviously he's super young, and I'm not saying he's going to drop off. I like Michael Thomas; he's fine. I get all that, uh, and I'm not advocating hey go sell your Michael Thomas shares, even though I do have one, and I'm thinking about moving <laughs> the. Uh, I have him rostered on a team, and I'm just saying if if right now you can turn around and and I don't know what you turn him into, um, I I venture to think that that's worth exploring with such an unknown future. I don't know. Yeah. So so go ahead, Andrew. Sorry. Yeah, and and that's yeah. I mean to to back up what you just, like. I'm not I'm not advocating selling. I, I guess what my point is. I just think it's something that that you want to think about. I think you should yep. just. Like there, there's always pros and cons to every player, and I just feel like that that would just be one of my cons. And there's something to think about. I mean, it, not to not to continue down the road, but like Breeze, I feel like when you watch the Saints, you kind of see them spreading it around too. Um, I just Breeze is just a, a, such an elite quarterback, and the way he makes that offense run is is why I get nervous. First, I get what you're saying. Like Evans has Jameis Winston, who in real life kind of sucks but they all <laughs> I mean I'm not not really nice way to say he's just not good hey, uh, tell us how you tell us how you really feel Andy appreciate it <laughs> um but it, I feel like they're just, like they were just like an air raid offense so that, like they're gonna pass the ball a ton um 
Whereas like what you were saying, J Mike is like Thomas, like his catch percentage was just crazy. And I think, yeah, like that might go down with a new quarterback, but uh, you guys made a lot of good points. Like it, it could just, you know, it could, he could be fine and be buoyed off flying. It, it's just, I think it's interesting to just think about. Yeah. And you, you brought up the guy that, I mean, that's, I was going to talk about Mike Evans. I think J Mike, you know, that's an example of, of essentially what can happen in, in that scenario. Now, not with a different quarterback, obviously, because Winston has been there the whole time, but just in terms of a drop-off in efficiency, you know, Mike Evans is a guy that had a pretty down, down season last year, you know, going into last season, he was the number two, three dynasty asset in all of, all the dynasty, you know, and, and all of a sudden he has that season where he wasn't quite as efficient. And now he's more, you know, late first, to mid second range in terms of startup value. So um, I, I think that's the type of fall that you could see here for, for a guy like Thomas uh, potentially, but I don't see him dropping much further than that just because of, again, the volume and the talent. You have to put him in the category of, of Odell Beckham essentially, or, or Mike Evans, I think is, is fair too. But like between those two guys, I think have like, the worst quarterback situation in terms of kind of looking through these top, you know, 20, 24 wide receivers. And a lot of these quarterbacks are already, you know, top 10, top 12. So there, there's a, there's a massive correlation with that. But if, if a wide receiver is going to succeed, they need to be elite and they need to be the Odell Beckham type and they, or they need to be the uh, Mike Evans type, I guess. And, and with that, maybe some help around them to where they're not, uh, you know, distri distributing the ball in, in some type of way where Mike Evans has to give some to, to Godwin and Howard or <coughs> Ronald Jones or, uh, with Odell, <laughs> uh, you know, with Sterling Shepard coming on and, and, and Ingram and now Barkley, like, massively taking over i mean i don't know like you got to put them in that tier of of elite wide receivers and um that's fine i think he i think he's certainly in that conversation but uh there's a massive correlation between top qbs and top wide receivers what what about Ad adams or mike thomas for you guys mm. like, I, like for me it's it's adams and it's not close really i've still got michael thomas um and it, I mean, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers now, but um, yeah, I mean, Thomas just gets gets more volume, and I don't believe that that's going to change. Uh, yes, I just wanted to show you something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody watching porn. Someone film? unmuted <laughs> porn. <huh? laughs> what just happened? I really don't know. Does someone want to break up this conversation? I, 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 I thought you guys had a, had some drops or something. And <laughs> I was actually really confused. I had a tab open and I was like, Who, who's playing something <laughs> i think we just added our first drop to this yes. uh, like when we're like tired of hearing someone talk we just <laughs> appreciate your contributions there Andy. thank you uh, i was actually just yeah i popped open netflix i was gonna start watching some shit that new <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, I didn't ask. Look, the open bar is a place where you are free to free to be you. So, Great. Travis would yell at me if I said any swear. 
<laughs> Understood. Shout out to Travis, uh, for, former former guest on the pod. Um, randomly, as I look at these numbers, and then we'll transition again. Uh, <laughs> combined between Juju and Antonio Brown, do you guys want to guess how many targets they combined for? Uh, oh, two. Goodness. Two. It's over three seventy. I'd say three thirty-five. Oh shit! I said catches. Oh, I don't know. Targets. <laughs> targets. 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 We talking about targets, not a game. Targets. Not, a game. not <laughs> catches. Targets? Uh, I'm trying to do math. Over three hundred? Is it really I, over three hundred? Yeah. I have no, no way. Over, it, it's over three hundred. Is it? Yeah, it's oh it's God. around. It's All in right. a neighborhood. I, I, of three. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, doing math in the bar is, is not. <laughs> I didn't sign up for math in the bar. <laughs> Gabe, Three, you're the yeah. three seventy four. That's a good guess. Uh, Gabe, you are the math teacher of the group. No. Uh, not sure. Not, I'm not sure of everyone else's occupations, but I'm sure you want to work in the bar right now. Uh, one sixty eight plus one sixty six is that three thirty four? I already Ooh. forgot what numbers you said. Off one six eight. One six six. See, that's yeah. what happens. Trying to do math. Yeah, you were close. Well done, Har. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, one sixty-eight for Antonio that's, Brown. That's my team, so I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the details. The details. So he knows every one of those three hundred and thirty. He he probably thinks it's three hundred and thirty-five. He's like, that was, yeah. no, that was a target. <laughs> 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 yeah. They forgot that in, intentional grounding. Yeah, uh, week six. Yeah, uh, the uh, yeah, I just find that absurd uh, between two guys. Obviously, Antonio Brown finished top five, and Juju was top eight. Um, obviously, that's well, just absurd. And, <laughs> that, and, means, that means one hundred and sixty-eight to go around when when AB. <laughs> honestly, honestly, all that's of those go to Juju. Every single one of them. Also, well, Jesse he, James is a free agent. More targets to go around, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Well, honestly, that's, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, it is true, though. There's going to be, I mean, if Antonio Brown leaves that offense, you know, the question originally, like half an hour ago, was about James Washington and Juju. And I think both of those guys, I mean, James Washington isn't going to elevate to a Juju Smith Schuster level immediately. So, you know, I think Juju definitely benefits volume wise, um, you know. Now, it, he's also not going to be facing, you know, number two cornerbacks. Um, he's going to be facing double teams, different things like that. So, you know, I, I guess it'll be interesting to watch how that all levels out um, moving forward. He played a bunch out of the slot, too. Yes. So I, don't, I, I think he's going to move outside quite a bit more with if, if AB eventually does leave. It's, it's shocking. It's shocking to be the wide receiver two on a team and you have 166 targets. That's unbelievable. That's I think yeah. they, yeah, they were I mean, wait, 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 wait. Free those up to, for, for yeah. context, real quick. I'm sorry, Gabe. Just for context. Again, I'm and this is off of fantasydata.com. Antonio Brown and Juju were third and fourth in the league in targets on the same team. That's crazy. Yeah. Here's what's crazier. I knew those numbers. I knew 168 and 166. I did the math in my head, in my little <laughs> brain. It came up with 174. That that is unbelievable. <laughs> that, that, happened, that is unbelievable. And I'm proud of you. Yeah. 
Yeah, in front of a math teacher, no less. Ridiculous. (laughs) Folded to the pressure. I'm. I'm guessing I'm going to take this professional development. (laughs) I'm guessing you you don't still hit your students with ruler with rulers anymore, but uh, you might. (laughs) I don't think you're even allowed to say it. Oh, Hogue. I think that's what you get when you take A-Rod at 101 is what I mean. <laughs> you can't, you can't yeah. do math. That's, that's what my math led me to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so, a- yeah, go ahead. I have one more thing just because the, the, when, when we were talking, you know, a, a top QB with a top wide receiver, I kind of started looking at the top 24 wide receivers. How many QBs do y'all think exist? Because I did count them up. How many QBs do y'all think exist that are outside of the, the top 12? That have that, what? Uh, that have a top 24 wide receiver, one or more top 24 wide receivers. Out, outside of the top 12 quarterbacks. But you have a top twenty-four wide receiver, correct? Mm. Wow, you're so much better than me at putting words together. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure I understand. So I don't say something. Say, say that one more time for me. The rules are outside. <laughs> <laughs> Greater than or equal to? Greater than or equal to? It's like the offset. So talk to me. Do I need like, to write this down. I feel like I'm five. <laughs> Sine, cosine, and whatever else there is. Uh, y'all are high pot on high, high on pot news right now. Um, so uh, outside of the top twelve for QBs, with one or more top twenty-four wide receivers, it's probably some stupid hot number. I'm going to say five. I, I, I'm still confused. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that jet, it's that jet lag from San Diego to North Carolina. <laughs> it's, it's something. 374. <laughs> you should have gone with 174, man. That's your number in this episode. 335. <laughs> Hogue, you never made you, made, you never made uh, being wrong sound so good. That's, I like that. I, uh, yeah, I, I, if I miss, I miss big. <laughs> um, J. Mike, I think you're right on from from uh, from my count. I, I think it would be Eli with Odell, Andy Dalton with Tyler Boyd. Um, I'm not going to count Amari Cooper because two teams and and Dak was there, but Derek Carr was certainly not. <laughs> uh, Stafford, Baker who arguably could be a QB one with points per game. And then uh case Keenum would be there to round it out. So, Six. but, but all five of those guys were had wide receiver twos. So um, I'm just, I just, w- I'd be curious to look into that more about the whole Michael Thomas Juju argument and, and to see what would happen without a, a top 12 QB. Pretty interesting. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Uh, Renshaw in the chat asked, he says, uh, what happens next year when Green Bay's offense sucks like Tennessee's did this year? And he said, <laughs> he says, who are they going to blame then? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's funny, Renshaw. Uh, so yeah, LaFleur Le- goes and takes his 25th ranked pass offense from Tennessee up to, uh, uh, <laughs> Hogs 101 in Green Bay. 
this could be a match made in uh, the, the depths of uh, the depths of Tenderflex. I think <laughs> this could this could this could be this could be really good or really ugly. Uh, that I you you can't even you can't even destroy my high right now. J Mike <laughs> just shouted out Tinderflex. You can talk all the shit you want about Aaron Rodgers, but J Mike knows what Tinderflex is. Turn up. Yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be let's be clear though. Aaron Rodgers, one Mister One Hundred One, is is the offensive coordinator in Green Bay. This is true. He's he's calling the plays. And uh, yeah, it's he's he's no Marcus Mariota. Did anyone see that interview with Martellus? Was it Martellus Bennett and, and whoever else was there? The old Jacksonville tight end who was in Green Bay, oh, Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis, Lewis. Uh, where they basically told the story about how Rodgers took a plane from McCarthy and looked over to him and basically was like, "Nah," and yep. just ran his own. Play. <laughs> like, basically, was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do what I want here." Yeah. Um, so yeah, was the, was the play successful? I have no idea. I don't know. I just and I, I was I just well, you got us halfway there. Thanks, Andy. That's what I'm good at again. I mean, we can make an educated guess that it was far more successful than it was. Touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Somehow he threw a touchdown pass that was worth, you know, eight points <laughs> in one throw. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. And then he fired Mike McCarthy. That was just the cherry on top for him. Probably he, he probably liked it too. Yep. Um, why isn't Aaron? <laughs> Ro- why isn't Aaron Rodgers like Tom Brady though? Like, is it is it the Belichick like connect that that Rodgers would need to be that elite? Like, why isn't why why aren't the Packers in the NFC Championship? F- whatever, 13, 14 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just haven't figured out how to cheat. So, <laughs> uh, Offen- Offensive line play? I mean, Rodgers is one of the, he gets beat up quite a bit, and Tom Brady didn't. I don't think Tom Brady got hit except when he got tapped on the shoulder for the personal foul call in that Ridiculous. AFC championship game. Yeah. So yeah, I we do. We do have. A I didn't terror. bring up the question to, <laughs> to bring all this hate. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what you get. <laughs> no, I, I just I find uh man, I don't know. We we watched we watched Aaron Jones get jerked around the first half of the year. Uh, we watched Jamal Williams be particularly what was that uh, the championship week. Uh, against the Jets, uh, Week 16, where he just ripped the heart out of a lot of people, <laughs> me included, uh, as he got 30 some odd points uh, in PPR. Um, we watched Devonte Adams be as consistent as almost anyone in the league, uh, if not more so than anyone else in the league. Um, we still saw tight ends don't matter uh, in Green Bay, and uh, I'm curious to see what Lafleur does to actually add value. Right. Because you've got the best, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the game. How are you going to add value when, okay, sweet, you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay and you went to Tennessee and you made exotic smash mouth look really good um, because you were running something different and it didn't look great. Uh, And uh, obviously, Mariota can't feel his hand. Um, All sorts, you know, Blaine Gabbert still in the NFL, uh, RIP Blaine Gabbert um, to Jacksonville. That still makes me sad. Um, I don't know, man. It's just something that I can't get excited about 
for some strange reason, aside from Rodgers and Adams. Like who like if if you're putting your money on any of those guys that are currently on the roster to be the wide receiver too, would you either take the in any of those guys, Jamon Moore, uh, MVS or ESB, or are you taking the field in terms of someone either from the draft or free agency to be the wide receiver too for the Packers? I think it's going to be ESB. Isn't there something where like the Packers like ha- uh, spent so much money on on Aaron Rodgers that they can't even like afford to sign like a solid wide receiver right now? I, I, th- I thought I saw something like last offseason on that that they kind of have to utilize the draft, but they have so many needs. That's gross. Mm, that could be. They also just t- they they don't you know they don't really go after free agents at the offensive skill positions. They don't really draft those guys early they don't spend a whole lot of draft capital so um yeah i i think it's somebody who's on roster i and i tend to agree with andy there i think it's probably st brown but um jake camaro is that how you say it? i don't I'm even know Kumaro. yeah, the yeah. Russian. that's that's my dark horse right there j mike didn't we have this conversation like don't we do this like once every three months or something about the Packers wide receiver too. Do we? I don't know. I just, I just feel like I had to tout ESB for whatever <laughs> reason a few a while ago. So, so as far as the Packers getting better as an offensive unit though, how do they do that? They continue to give Aaron Jones the football. I mean, I, I honestly like, the guy had 264 more yards on 12 more carries than Jamal Williams and five more touchdowns. So, I mean, how do they get more, you know, how do they get better as an offensive unit? They give the ball to Aaron Jones. They stop mm-hmm. splitting carries between their running backs. Now, the the biggest question about Aaron Jones for me is, can he stay healthy with the full load instead of splitting at 50%? You know, if he can then I think that offense is better because he's good. The second wide receiver in Green Bay isn't right now. They're not. I mean, they're not They're not good right now. So uh, that's, to me, how the offense gets better. Stop throwing the ball, you know, 50 times a game and give the ball to Aaron Jones. But then even, even with the three running backs that they had, they could have been something more. Like, I don't know how, like how Nagy utilizes Cohen and Howard like that completely different running backs like and, and I guess Williams and Jones would be the closest of the of the three that they had I don't know not really but um Montgomery like totally could have been like leaning the 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 Cohen but like I don't know I, I still think McCarthy held back so much of what that offense could have been I don't think it was that bad last year or what it could have been yeah, I totally agree, and I'm not I'm not worried at all about Lefleur. I think that was a lot of Mariota that and the injuries, and um, you know their their defense played well sometimes. So I, I'm not worried about. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers, I'm not worried about really anything. He's just ridiculously good. Um, I forget where I was going. I had something to say with what Gabe said, and then I just went on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably stupid, so it works out. Maybe tangent though, trigonometry, math. I mean, that's pretty neat. We're keeping it going. Keep it going. Uh, Three seventy four. Um, <laughs> the, 
Yes, John, that was for you. Um, yes, that's that's <laughs> the answer to everything. Three seventy four. Hashtag. Yes, uh, I think we have our show title. By the way, mm-hmm. game three seventy four. Yep. Uh, <laughs> math. The um, in terms of what you guys are up to this, um, I was about to say off season. Wrong. Try again uh, for for this extended preseason. Uh, extended postseason, whatever we want to call it, uh, non-point scoring season. Non- there yeah, it is. That's there it is. Yeah. Non-point scoring season. What is it that you guys are doing now um, to be either either your prep job, your review of the year? Uh, I know that on Superflex, uh, you guys kind of uh, were able to review kind of your hits, your misses, uh, as well as give out awards and whatnot. What do you? What are, What is everyone doing to prep themselves or get themselves right for uh, for what's what's next? I'm gonna try to trade all my bad players for really good players. Yes, sir. <laughs> Do those bad players have a good year, or are they just bad? They're just bad. The dude abides. Like the really good players for them. Mm-hmm. The dude abides. I gotta figure out. <laughs> I like that, Andy. Well done. That's that's deep. Yep. That's my that's my hard hitting analysis of my offense <laughs> right now. Hmm. I mean, I'm still I'm still doing a little reflecting. I I had a horrible season, and I'd love to understand why, and uh, you know, try not to repeat it. Although, I mean, I, it's it's probably going to be more of the same next year. But it, I I at least want it to look different. And uh, I'm trying to learn these freaking rookies. I know very little about this rookie class so far um and then above all else i'm doing what i always do fighting back the frontiers of ignorance on (laughs) overdrafting running backs and passing on quarterbacks and yeah (laughs) i i finally managed to browbeat my co-hosts going into the season into the idea that you build a super flex roster around the quarterbacks because they hold their value for so much longer and not only that, once you get past the startup, they hold, they actually gain quite a bit of value immediately after the startup. And it's the only position that does that. Finally convinced them of that. And then we go through a full season where, you know, the best quarterback on earth just kind of comes out of nowhere and starts throwing no look passes all over the field. And all of a sudden it's, well, you can't predict quarterbacks. So we're right back to the running backs. <clears throat> God. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> you saying there's variance in fantasy football? <laughs> sure, we struck a nerve right there. That was <laughs> there's there's not variance for me. That's the problem. My my life has absolutely no variance. It's this continuous loop of 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 arguing this all off season, finally making some progress, and then have to start over. <laughs> It, yeah, it, and I'm, it's it's hard to climb <laughs> all the time. And all of my uh, off season stuff is is revolved around trading. I'm just I'm trying to trade like every day. I love Hashtag I, brand. I'm, I'm kind of an addict, if you will. Um, <laughs> so that's enough but, uh, for you, pal. <laughs> I thought this was a free for all, open bar, right? Jesus. <laughs> this is bullshit. 
no, but yeah, just I mean, same same as these guys. I'm just trying to review my season a little bit. Um and, and I'm trying to make deals now. Um every day is another opportunity to make a deal that makes my squad better. So um trying to do that and um gauge values and different things, um, learn the rookie class um a little bit better. So same same types of stuff. Yeah, one thing I will add to trying to get uh, good players for bad players is <laughs> there's, there's something to add to that. Yeah, <laughs> it seems pretty complete. I thought into this, um, <laughs> just identifying players that I think uh, pretty much are gonna go up in value pretty significantly, and whether it was that they had a down year like we talked about, Arab, um, or other guys who were injured. Like right now, I love um, trying to buy like Hunter Henry or Derek uh, Darius Geis. Um, I feel like Geis is a player who's like I think he has tons of value right now, but I think that there's mo- I think he's gonna end up being a lot more valuable than he, than he currently is now. So um, just just things like that where um, uh, I I see value just skyrocketing. I feel like the, at the tight end position outside of those those big three um, Kittle. Jesus, Kittle, oh my God, Kittle, Kelsey, <laughs> oh, Ertz. There's not really like anyone else I'd want outside of Hunter Henry, and I feel like he's right now just one of the cheaper one of the cheaper players. Yeah, that's a great one. And, and second-year wide receivers, right, you know, that just finished their rookie year, that's kind of along the same lines. They're, people bail on those guys way too fast considering – you know, the, the second and third year is kind of when the breakout comes. So, I mean, you drafted them early and then after one down year, you're ready to bail on them. And, and then they learn the playbooks and they learn the NFL, the the NFL game. And uh, they have their breakout in their second year and, and you can clean up on people bailing on those guys because they didn't get what they thought they were going to get in year one. Speaking of that real quick, uh, it might have been discussed enough on Twitter today, I guess, but we we were uh, called out, J. Mike, and it looks oh. as if you were the one to hit our Twitter account, our shared Twitter account, and the question was, it was a poll, it said, most likely to bust out year two. There were three players on this list. Again, you had access to the account. The three players are. As did you, mind you. Have we not said enough that I am an educator <laughs> of America? <laughs> 11.51 a.m. You know what I'm doing at 11.51 a.m. Central Time, J. Mike? Uh, lunch duty? Cafeteria? No, J. Mike. I don't get lunch until 1.12 p.m. I have to wait a long time to eat food. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, DJ Moore, Anthony Miller. <laughs> speak up, I can't Sutton. speak up. No, uh, speak up. Say it again. Come again. DJ Moore, uh-huh. Anthony Miller, Cortland Sutton. J Mike had access to the account today. You know how I know that because <laughs> he has already voted for the poll, and there's a little check mark next to the name that he chose. The name that he chose, Anthony Miller. 24% <laughs> currently losing to 
Cortland Sutton at 27%. I'm sorry I'm like giving the results away right now, but uh, DJ Moore at 49%. So of those three, um, whether that's a, a question for John, um, since you brought out the, the guys that could possibly break out next year or maybe the year after, um, which of those three is it going to be? Wait, before you guys answer that, can can we <laughs> No, we're I done we, talking about Anthony Miller. No, we need to hash this out. Why why are you why are you monitoring my Twitter activity? Like what's the deal with that? <laughs> no, no. These trust, our, issues, trust issues. Our, <laughs> trust issues digging me holes. It's not free. I mean, damn. All right, whatever. Y'all go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the movie Be Cool, Andre 3000. He's sitting there holding the gun. He shoots. Don't give me no gun, then. Yeah. Don't give me no <laughs> gun. Man. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I guess it would have been it would have been DJ Moore if you asked me. I don't know a couple months ago. I just I'm nervous that Cam might sit out this year. Uh, it just it, it just leaves that situation cloudy from a talent perspective. I'd probably go more, or if, if Cam was fine. Um, but outside that, I'm probably gonna I'll probably roll with Anthony Miller. I like the I like Nagy as a coach. So um, I'm not super high. I've never really liked Cortland Sutton. I'm not super high on him in that offense, especially with another year of Keenum and again the quarterback thing. I feel like a broken record. Yeah, in 2019, I'll go DJ Moore over Cortland Sutton. Um, not not by a lot, but yeah, I mean, and that's only because the Cam Newton thing definitely makes me nervous too. But um, I mean, if if you go with any other quarterback, I mean, if they bring in like a Joe Flacco, then first of all, you know that Cam Newton's shoulder is is going to be a concern. There's some guys out there that they could bring in as kind of that bridge quarterback. And those are going to be guys who are probably going to attempt more passes than Cam Newton would have. So uh, it, it doesn't concern me too much, but uh, that's I, I think that's valid. So I'll go with DJ Moore. Um, but part of the problem with Corlin Sutton, too, like Andy said, I mean, the, the quarterback situation in Denver is going to be going to be an issue um, and it's going to stunt his growth a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of along those lines too. I think, um, I mean, obviously before Cam was injured, I think DJ Moore is probably the answer uh, for most folks, but um, with the injury to Cam, you know, again, it all just depends on, on if they, you know, if, and who they bring in at quarterback, if, if he ends up sitting and, and it is a guy like Flacco or somebody else that, you know, is going to fixate on a, a wide receiver one. Cause he's a, I mean, that's what DJ Moore is in, in that offense. So, um, especially moving forward, you know, then, then it's going to be him. <clears throat> um, if they go with the rosters that they have today, which they probably won't do, then, um, you know, then, then I would say it is Miller because he has the best quarterback right now. Um, you know, but, but again, there's, there's a lot of time. I mean, we're, we're talking here, it's January 22nd. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen in between now and, and the, the time the season begins, that's going to affect this answer. Um, you know, long-term value. I, I mean, I know that wasn't the question. The question was who's going to break out this year. I think it's probably it's probably between Moore and and Miller, depending on what happens at quarterback in Carolina. Long term, I like Cortland Sutton as but as much as either of these guys, to be honest with you. So, 
I, I really just feel like this was basically you guys doing your best rendition of Dave Chappelle's haters ball right now. <laughs> um, no, no one went mentioned my main man, which is cool. You know, I just, <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you and I hate your guts. Um, that's what I feel like right now. So, um, didn't Andy, Andy said Anthony Miller, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad, Andy. My bad. Yeah, no, you weren't listening. It's all good. I wasn't going was- <laughs> to correct you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I totally, totally just avoided Anthony Miller. Oh. I, and I love Anthony Miller, but I, I, I'm, i you know, back to where we started with this show. I, I'm i going to be so high on it, on Allen Robinson going into this season. And it's hard to imagine, you know, the, the attempts going up and the accuracy going up enough for Mitchell Trubisky to support two of those guys. So I think it's Allen Robinson for this year. And uh, which leaves Anthony Miller waiting another year for the breakout. Yeah, give me Taylor Gabriel over Anthony Miller. (laughs) 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 Talk about logging off. We're done being okay with this. (laughs) Disrespectful, man. Disrespectful. Crazy. Um, Uh, Andy, I know that obviously Dynasty Life is just uh, kind of folded up. Uh, not sure if you wanted to start a new podcast or if you were looking for a go yeah. for, for something fresh. You know, this, this is your yeah, this is your tryout right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Travis uh, kind of exploded. He's been uh, he's he's on a new podcast. Obviously, we weren't good enough for him, which is completely fine. I was really sick <laughs> of Travis and. <laughs> all the time so it, it, it's, i feel like i'm on a nice little vacation <laughs> airing out all the dirty laundry i like it uh <laughs> i'm just kidding the um golly it's uh the, the chat lit back up which was nice to see jake anderson's in the building what's up that's jake? what happens when jake shows up yeah, the, <laughs> he comes to life. yes he starts mixing that glass around with all that ice <laughs> that everyone hates <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach from the Dynasty Dummies in the building. Uh, Aton was bringing up uh, Eric Enron stock in the chat. I told him <laughs> he needs to get out of Enron uh, ASAP because if, <laughs> if he still has Enron stock, then he's probably going to jail. Um, yeah, that was uh, it. Those two names are. That's yeah. good. <laughs> the, uh, I, I posed the. I posed the. Uh, question from to start the show because Zach wanted to know. Zach says <laughs> Zach came in the door and said, "Hey guys, can you just re-rack everything you've said so far so I can catch up?" I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're I can starting- sum it up in one number. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 You'll never guess that number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I posed the question in the in the chat. Uh, Fourteen team superflex. Who do you take one on one in a startup? Uh, Renshaw says Twitter says Mahomes. Jake Anderson says Barkley. Uh, Aton says Barkley. Zach says Barkley. Um, wow. So essentially, Barkley is weirds uh, me out now. Is <laughs> do I do I need to watch some tape on this uh, this Sakon Sakon Barclay Saquon One I believe is his name, right, Brian? Saquon One, yes. <laughs> the uh, Baquan. <laughs> I like that one too. Uh, uh, Andy, Jake has a question directly uh, directed at you. Uh, wow. He, yeah, it's his. Yeah, Brian, with Jay Metcalf. 
<laughs> no, the the answer is he's not even an option here. Um, he asks, carry on Johnson. Uh, is he a top 12 dynasty running back for you, sir? Yes, sir. I love carry on coming out. Who's my Who's my running back three last year? I have, I have carry on in so many places. He's awesome. I just love, I think that he was held back. There was a lot, uh, for whatever reason, leg blunt was getting so much work in Detroit, which was odd. Um, I think that all that work's just going to go to carry on and carry on. He's pretty much, he's one of those running backs that can do everything. Uh, great pass protector uh, catches the ball. He's natural receiver. So I think that he's going to be, he could be end up being one of the, the big workhorses. Um, it it kind of sinks that he got injured because he was, he was finally starting to pick up some steam. He was getting more work. So I'm excited to see what, uh, what carry on can do. It's also another thing to add with that with Tate gone, he was, he caught so many short passes. I feel like it, it might open up to more targets uh, for carry on in the passing game. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> Jake's Jake's on fire right now in the chat. I'm not sure if you guys about carry on. I don't know how to look at the chat. He's shaking yeah. that glass it's right on YouTube. now. I know it. He's swishing it's, down. <laughs> it's on the it's on the uh, it's on the YouTube link. Basically, if you if you pull that up, you probably have to mute the video, but you can see the chat as it goes. And that's we, what he says. I've already video. I've already had ads playing. I'm not going to start that YouTube video and just we'll tear ourselves <laughs> Uh yeah, because because apparently Gabe uh, always says that there's no chat, and Zach uh, from the Dummies also says in the chat there is no chat. Uh, no chat. So, <laughs> so we're getting uh, I don't know uh, like born uh, born ultimatum uh, deep yeah, right now. Right. Um. Okay. Sorry, I'm done. Uh. Any any other questions before I jump to something different? I like carry on too. Such Jake, a smooth runner, man. Yeah. Them hips. Them hips. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. The, let's see, anything else from that? Oh, and John, this kind of, I think you spoke to it earlier in the show, but Jake wasn't here for it, and I'm not going to ask you to repeat yourself. But anyone who says, I and I quote, never QB 101. Oh, man, Jake. We, so me and Jake actually started off on the super flexible podcast uh, together back in the day. And uh, it's like I said, I mean, you know, it, it takes me X amount of time to get through to these guys. And then as soon as we take a break, any kind of break whatsoever, now that me and Jake don't get the podcast together every single week, he's forgetting everything that I taught him. So. <laughs> Need to come back to the show, Jake. We got we got something to talk about here. Jake's John said that he he said that with authority too. It was like need to come back to the show, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not kidding around. No. <laughs> Jay, Mike, I didn't. I like we were talking about super flex just there, you know, to start the show and and here, but I didn't even know Saquon was like the one hundred and one in general. Like, yeah, bro. What? What planet am I on? I don't. That's right. bizarre. Who would you have taken? Who would you take one on one? Just in general. In the in general, no superflex. Yeah. I guess I just figured that wide receivers were still relevant enough to do to be there, like between Hopkins and OBJ. But I mean, OBJ wouldn't be like I wouldn't take him at one on one. But I think that because 
he's now fallen probably to a, a 105 or six, maybe. I don't know, J. Mike, you can check me on that ADP, but I, I'm sure people are tripping. And uh, wait, who'd you say? Who are you saying? OBJ. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just curious where his ADP is, but I think I still think wide receiver. I don't know. Like I, I love Saquon, but that's crazy. It's crazy. What, if you had to guess, where, where was 2016? What's that? Wide receiver was like so 2016. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Before the, before the running back renaissance, bruh. I'm still wearing Crocs, bro. I'm just trying to catch up. <laughs> Buddy of mine sent me a meme the other day with some somebody who was rocking some steel-toed Crocs. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was absurd. When I was in high school, That's I used so to wear smart. clogs. <laughs> clogs with socks. Clogs with socks. That, was I mean, a- that sounds like the first edition of the UG is basically what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When as soon as Tom Brady was uh, was part of UG, I bought a pair of those suckers. <laughs> I bought a pair of those suckers. <laughs> My feet ain't stopped sweating ever since, man. It's, it's crazy. I still have them. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, by the way, gave OBJ in January ADP uh, yeah. number eight overall. Oh, see, the disrespect is real. That's, that was your man's. That was your man's. Mm-hmm. So I guess the thing for me with Saquon, outside of the fact that he went to Penn State, which I, it's pretty well documented that I'm a graduate of the school and live six miles from the stadium and all of that fun stuff. So, Pittsburgh? Oh, snap. I didn't know you were a Pitt Panther. Awesome. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, all right. See you guys later. I'm out. <laughs> oh, my I God. I, I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I don't even know what to do right now. I'm flustered. I, I tell it my train of thought, like, you might as well – Hold on, let me collect myself here. All right. So, anyway, Saquon Barkley. Um, so there were twelve receivers that caught more passes than Saquon this year, and he was the wide receiver. I think. F- f- well, he had he was forty seventh in yards as far as receiving yards go. So for me, I guess it's. I mean, I, I think you know that is such a huge part of his game. Um, you know, and then you add the. 1300 yards rushing on top of that and all the touchdowns and behind a shitty offensive line and uh and the fact he's 21 years old i mean that that for me is why he's um you know he's he's the first guy off the board the other i mean i would i would consider todd Gurley there too i think and for a lot of the same reasons just catches a ton of passes so so you're getting like a wide receiver t- it's it's the old Le'Veon bell you know conversation you're getting a wide receiver too or three in addition to a running back one. So it's like getting two players worth of production in one. That's why I think those guys. Now, what John will tell you, (laughs) I think, is that the replication of those seasons doesn't typically happen. So that's where the difference in philosophies go, I think, with that. But but I think that is, you know, when when you're talking about the appeal of Saquon Barkley um, or Todd Gurley or, you know, those those top eight or so picks in a startup that are running backs, Christian McCaffrey's Alvin Kamara's that's all because you're getting two players worth production in, in one player potentially. Yeah. Even, even if Barkley lost 40 points, if he had, what is it? Uh, 30 points, he'd still be the wide receiver one from that this year. He had, it, he just had such a remark, remarkable year and he's just going to be continued to use that way. 
I mean, I feel like the Giants would just look so stupid if they didn't like force feed him the ball um, after taking him um, so high in the draft. So I, I feel like he's just so ridiculously safe. He's so young. He's so talented. Um, even like I feel like it doesn't matter wh- who, what quarterback comes in there next. I, they're just going to give him the ball a ton. I agree with that. I, I guess I'm just uh, long term, like consistency. You know, the 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 so 2016 take. But um, with running backs, I mean, man, I don't know if they if they if he really gets 350 touches a year, is he going to be able to sustain a five year career in the NFL? Three hundred and 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 in this in this day and age too, it's just it's bigger, faster, stronger. Like it's just getting. I think it's getting worse, really, as far as how many games players can play in a year or just uh, years in in general. But <laughs> I don't know. That's that's so much. That's so much. But, and even just on a week to week basis, with that's my problem with running backs is you have to guess who's who's going to give you a full season you know who's going to be consistent without getting injured without losing their job for you know to uh, like fall into a committee or ultimately lose their job to i randomly lose their job to cj anderson um you have to you know who's who's going to get suspended for beating someone in a in a hotel lobby like who's going to hold out for the entire season you in and it's just so hard to figure out because I, I i agree with the the notion that running backs are kind of the key to winning fantasy championships but it's like which running back which running back is going to you know give me that that full season much less you know a long-term investment in a dynasty league and i just i, I we're we're bad enough at figuring this stuff out at every position, but the running back position is just so volatile and so hard to predict and project that I just, I, I, I just don't even want to deal with it. Like, you know, just give me the safety of the, of the wide receiver who I can put in there. And I know he's going to be there every single week. So John, um, as far as consistency goes, so the top seven running backs this year, Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Zeke, James Conner, and Melvin Gordon through 16 weeks um, combined combined between those seven players. Guess how many weeks that they, just out of curiosity, guess how many weeks that they scored under 10 fantasy points in like a standard 12-team PPR? Huh? Between those five guys? Between those seven. There's seven so, guys. In yep. in the in the games that they actually played in, in the right in the games that they actually played in, because that's part of the key is the fact that you you didn't have Connor or Gurley for the fantasy champ the fantasy playoffs, you know that's part of my issue there. Or Gordon, really? Yeah, Gordon, I mean, part of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and you know and then there was still Kareem Hunt, who you lost, you know. But when you were approaching the fantasy playoffs, you you lost Le'Veon Bell. A lot of people took Le'Veon Bell first overall, and then didn't get him at all this season. Mm-hmm. So, you know it it. So that that's the thing to me is is on a week to week basis, who can I count on? Now, if they're if they're in there, they're going to score points. I won't deny that at all. But 
you know, it's just figuring out who's going to be there, who's going to be in there. And not only that, I mean, you know, the fact that we did have James Conner and we had Chris Carson and, you know, some of these guys, you, you, you know, you could have, you could have taken Nick Chubb in your rookie draft and instead of, um, you know, you could have went wide receiver heavy in your startup. And then in the rookie draft, you could have got Nick Chubb and, um, you know, these are all guys who you could have got super cheap, who would have helped you win your championship. And there's far fewer of those guys at the other positions. That's fair. Yeah, I think that's a fair point too. Yep. Very good. The... Well, I, don't ever, I don't think anyone answered your question. No. <laughs> 27. My question uh, with the with the under ten points. It was is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, it, I answered that. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was seven. Yeah. It was seven. seven. It was, each okay. of them. Each of them had one. Yeah, they were they were solid when they were in there. There's no doubt. And if you can find that, I mean, that is that's definitely an easy formula to winning in year one. So. You know, it's it's just a matter of getting it right at running back, and that's just it, it feels like that's such a crapshoot to me. I do feel like if there's there is one to be the outlier of sorts, like an dare I say, Ladanian Tomlinson, it, it it be closer to Barkley. I mean, the man is exactly what what people are um, hoping to see from him. And more. And more. Um, fantastic. So we're at about the 85-minute mark. So uh, I told these guys I would try to be as respectful of their time as possible. And, of course, the chat lit all the way up uh, as we're trying to close down the shop. Anything else we need to address before we go, before we start getting these outros? Okay, nothing. Nip high football rules. <laughs> uh, I've I've got something real quick. The so trading shout out to Kamikaze, uh, <laughs> everybody on Twitter to John Bosch, Clint Followell League. Um, it's it's uh it's pretty well famous at this point. Everyone knows all about it. Um, <laughs> uh, fourteen team Superflex League and trading literally opened up as the pod uh, was going on today, uh, and I already have three offers in my inbox for Nick Chubb. Um, wow. That happened really fast. Uh, anyhow, uh, real quick, would either would, would you guys either trade Nick Chubb for one Mike Evans or Steph Diggs straight up? I'm such a running back homer. Like I feel like I wouldn't – I would rather have Chubb. And I know you get points per carry in that league, J-Mike. No, no points per carry in this one. There isn't? Mm -mm. PP, uh, it's PPR, but no points per carry. Okay. I thought it was kind of a clone of the uh, bar tab. I'd take I'd take Evans straight up. Yeah, a smart person would take Evans. I'm not that, though. <laughs> I don't think I'd take Diggs, though. Yeah, I, I agree. Yep. Yeah, same. Man, I want to take Chubb, though, but I got to stay on brand. I just went on a long <laughs> rant against running backs. I can't. <laughs> And I don't know where your roster stands too, but I think there's something to be said about that, J. Mike, because there's 
I think like where people are deciding like uh, is kind of the the point where you say like well what what's your roster look like because the the value is like that close probably to where you I mean Mike Evans sure Steph Steph Diggs like I think that their Chubb is like right in between both those guys so um it, it depends on what you, what you're looking like on your roster. Yeah, this is the team that this is a team that uh, this is year two of that league. And like you said, it is very much like the Bartab league that we're in together, Gabe. Um, like I said, 14 team super flex. Um, it, my my wide receivers are gross. Uh, my best. I don't even want to tell you who my best wide receivers are because it's really not even a Tyler Boyd. List. It's we're not going to talk about it. The <laughs> Anthony Miller is Anthony running Miller backs, your best wide receiver. But running backs. Um, this is a league where. Um, Preseason, I traded Randall Cobb for James Conner and Jalen Samuels. Oh, that was a good idea. Um, well, well, it was one of those things. Like I did it on impulse, like when they were first whispering about the Le'Veon Bell thing, and then I got really scared. Like, why did I make that trade? Like, oh, that's terrible. And then it ended up working out really well. So I've got like James <laughs> James Conner, Nick Chubb, uh, Sony Michelle, Tevin Coleman. Um, wow. I'm missing somebody else, but like, but the rest of my team is not good. So I was going to start trying to reach out to get get some good receivers. And I know that uh, I was I have Mike Evans on the table for Chubb. So is that one you. where you and you only have to start what if it's anything like bar tab? You only have to start like one or two of of wide receivers, probably. So yes, sir. exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you can start all those running backs, and but all right. So I was just curious. Anyhow, I, I think, think I think the real answer is wubba lubba chub chub. <laughs> nice. Yeah, obviously oh, chub value too if you have that many offers in your inbox already. So if you know if yeah, someone else really y'all gotta make them fight for it, man. Yeah, you <laughs> could no, you're not Mike Evans. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's Nick Chubb, man. Yeah. Owen <laughs> Evans and Diggs. Put up or shut up. First. Mike Evans and of yeah, <laughs> Mike Evans and of hers. <laughs> All right, I think it's it's a uh, closing time game. Closing time. Sadly, golly, what a good episode! All right, whatever you say, Jay Mike. Uh, <laughs> let's say goodbye in the same order that we introduced people. Andy, fresh. All yes. right, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. This was awesome. Uh, would you like to apply for the open bar, open position of podcast host? If, I think, Mike, if Jay Mike wants to, you know, do that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm up for if I'm up for joining anything. I have a busy year coming up, uh, coming up for me as far as traveling and for work. But uh, I'm sure there's a ton of good candidates out there. Hey, you let, know what? Forget let, I said anything. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, it's great. And it was it was it was a pleasure having you on, my man. Seriously. Um, we're we're sad to not hear your voice anymore on the Dynasty Life. Appreciate the kind words. Yeah. <laughs> uh Har, Hardy Har, Brian yes. Har. Yes. Thank you guys very much for having me. I had a great time. This was a lot of fun. Good group here too. So good stuff. Indeed. Thank you for the Saquon 01, 101. I don't know how to say it still because I wouldn't do it, so I don't think I should know how to say it. <laughs> Saquon 01. Uh, all right. I'll practice. I'll practice in Close. front of the mirror tonight. Um, <laughs> go listen to the Trade Addicts pod. 
what's your what outhouse? Is it Rich or Russ? I know I always forget. It's, it's <laughs> Russ. It's Russ. It's Russ. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Rich from now on, though. That's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. J J Rich. Mike knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Rich Rich homie outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Rich? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> no, go listen to that. He, he Rich said to go listen after the open bar. So go go listen to that right now. Um. The Hoke. John Hoke. You know what you know what does rhyme with sport? Gabe. <laughs> 374. Hey, that does actually. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, where'd you guys go to school? Gonna, I better get back to the booth and re-record that one. <laughs> uh thanks for coming on, man. Would you like to share anything about yourself? Uh your favorite super flex player, your super flex podcast, anything super flex worthy of sharing? Um, yeah. Uh, quarterbacks in the first three picks of a super flex startup draft. Wait, hold and, on. What's uh, the, who's the third one then? So it's uh, for me, it's Rogers Mahomes and luck. Ooh. Uh, or the, where was or luck? The, where was luck at the beginning of the season for you? Uh, he fell down to, I believe he went as low as quarterback five for me at one point. I can respect and, that. As long as you didn't put him at like nine or 10, like the stands did. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it was tough because I had no idea if his arm was going to stay on or what, but yeah, he, uh, turns out it did. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was all I needed. He's, he's proven everything else. So just make sure that that arm is fully attached and, uh, and, uh, away we go. So yeah, he's back up to quarterback three for me. And, uh, I, I had to give in on Mahomes. He's quarterback two for the moment. But um, yeah, you can get nuggets like that and oh, so much more on the Superflex Super Show and then uh, the uh, FF Statistics podcast as well. Statistics! Thanks. <laughs> I wasn't quite in my. And when you, every, every time you hear that intro, you picture, picture Gabe and his Daisy Dukes. Mm hmm. I'm gonna bring it back soon. I think. I think I got. I got something in the works. Nice. J Mike inspired me. Uh, fellas, so so good to have you on, especially for the first time. I hope you're willing to come back again. I know we we're a little rough around the edges, <laughs> um, but we do truly love and cherish your presence. It is a gift. J Mike, time and every time, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. J Mike, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me at all? Or undoubtedly about Anthony Miller over there? Listen, um, I think it's just going to be a lifelong uh, Hatfields and McCoys with you and I, with Sutton and Miller. I like that. Oh. I like that, though. I like that we can hate each other for something. <laughs> Correct. Because we, we pretty much vibe on just about everything else except for this <laughs> one thing. <laughs> this one thing. Uh, that you're wrong on. So uh, to our <laughs> to our guests, uh, no, seriously, um, incredibly, incredibly thankful uh, that you guys did not turn me down and resurface my daddy issues that I have uh, <laughs> when we asked you to come on the show. So thank you guys for for coming through. Uh, to everyone in the chat, thank you guys for showing love. Thank you guys for asking questions for uh, just the dope. Uh, you everything keep us alive during the show for real. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, to um, my mom, I love you. 
Uh, I'll see you soon, hopefully this weekend uh, for Christmas, because you didn't come up for Christmas. Um, wow, I'm airing out all my family. Shout out to J. Mike's right mom now. real quick. Mama! Uh, to everyone who's checking us out in podcast form, even though you're missing us on the live YouTube uh, medium to be able to watch us and listen and see uh, all the wonderful things that the show has, uh, we're thankful that you're checking us out on podcast form, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, the list goes on and on, even including, yes, Spotify. The open bar is on Spotify, so you can even check us out there. Uh, even if you don't want to rate us or review us, totally okay. Share us with a friend. Uh, I, I'm sure that anyone uh, would love to check us out and enjoy uh, having some nonsense, talking some fun on a Tuesday night. We are back making Tuesdays what they need to be. 100% uh, lituation filled. Uh, and we <laughs> it just flows off the tongue. I like it so much. I know um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, I think, uh, I think we've hit everything. Uh, I'm on Twitter at J Mike check at J M I C check. The show's handle is at the open bar FP as in fake pigskin. And my main man, uh, the best half of this duo, Gabe gearing is on Twitter at FF man bun. Gabe, take us home. I have to say one other thing. Um, I've been meaning to ask this the whole time. Andy, coming back to you, my man. Do you have a disco ball in your room? Because your room has been changing colors the whole time, and I've just been tripping off of it for a while. No. It's literally just the TV in the back room. background. Okay. As long as we can move on from that. Thank you for sharing that information. I honestly wish I did have a disco ball because my response is lame as shit. But I think it let a lot of us down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I do have a ton of good stories from uh, my time out west, too. So I wish I, I wish I had something like a disco ball. <laughs> I've, seen a, I've seen a lot in my time. So. I used to I used to grow up collecting like not collecting I don't know like I I went into y'all you, you ever been to the mall before those things where that people used to go and shop at stores where they're all in one place Friday night after my mom would drop me off there exactly one of those <laughs> <laughs> where mom would drop you off <laughs> oh man J Mike this is getting real the babysitter <laughs> uh, they they have a store called Spencer's and it was like kind of kind of like dark and sometimes felt gothy or I don't, I don't even weird. I don't know. I didn't, I'm not sure what Spencer's was or is to this day, if it exists still, I'm not sure, but I know that they had a bunch of lights and they'd have like disco balls and neon lights. And I loved collecting all of those um, lights and I did have a couple disco balls. So um, might bring the bit, the uh, might bring the disco ball back to the old open bar. So thank you for the non-inspiration. Andy, uh, <laughs> can you bring the disco ball back from Mexico? That's really the question. That's a good point. I can pretty much at this point, if I, I've brought living things in. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much bring anything I want. Yep. And when he says living things, he means his fiance. He traveled across the back <laughs> with his fiance. She survived. NSA. She came with him. That is all that happened. Uh, yes, officer. Yes, officer. There, there are 16 bricks of cocaine in the trunk. I'm good. Great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're only allowed 15, son. I know. That's why I tell you I have 16. I want to give you one. You should have gave him one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll give you one. I got an extra of coke. Good.
Ah, <laughs> uh, the first mention of cocaine on the open bar. And nice. that is where we will end things. Um, my name's Gabe. My best friend on all of Twitter land is J Mike. And these are three other guys that happen to hang out with us. Uh, this has been absolutely a blast. Um, I think he already shouted out my handle, so that's plenty. Um, if you want an intro, I'm, I kind of do those sometimes. They're fun. Bars. J Mike and I are eventually going to put <laughs> that stupid shirt on a, a website and give <laughs> you guys an opportunity to buy it. The Wubba Lubba Chub Chub. We promise. Or I promise. It's probably more <laughs> my responsibility. I'm sorry, J Mike. I'll do it. Um, but that's all I have to say is, is go check out all the th things that all of us do. J Mike's guesting on all sorts of podcasts. He's the dummy blitz man. Uh, you might hear my voice rapping on some intros, whatever we're out there. And so are all these guys, everyone's out there and we're all doing our thing in, in the fantasy football world. And it's beautiful and it's lovely. And, 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 and I love it. So put your drinks up fellas and give me a little cheers. Cause we're going to see y'all next Tuesday. Right? J Mike. Is that right? Not already booked yet again. This is full getting, show. People ask us if they want to. Can can we come on the open bar? Two two out of three guests will not have been on the show before again. Like just all sorts of new folks bringing them into the family. We're yeah. you know we're we're part of their family. We're family. sharing cookout secrets. Uh, how mm -hmm. you like your barbecue? Uh, yeah. I'm excited about this. Tacos. My barbecue in the trash where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's my take. I'm barbecue. <laughs> wow. I moved to North Carolina. Everyone's like, oh, you got to have the barbecue. Well, it's a barbecue for lunch one day with people from work. And I was like, this just is disgusting. Like, I can't believe people are paying money for this. What was bad about it? Oh, it just wasn't good food. Like, give me a burger and fries or anything. Tacos over that. Yeah. I mean, but I find it, it's but, too but there for both of those things, you could have <laughs> smoked food on or smoked meat rather uh, on you know the the bun, the uh, shell. You could have both of those things. Is it thought, so is it the smoked meat? Yeah, probably. I thought you meant just like the act of eating barbecue in public because I can kind oh. of get on board with that. That's <laughs> not something. It, it could be the best barbecue in the world, but I mean, you get the barbecue sauce all over the face. Everyone's just like putting their bones in the same place and stuff. Yeah, it's not something people should do in public. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. I uh, <laughs> barbecue I'm, etiquette. I'm kind of I'm kind of sick of this podcast, Jim. I think I want to leave. Uh, hey, come to Texas, fellas. We can. We'll, we'll we'll barbecue right. I'll, I'll I there's a there's a taco truck two miles from here. They they throw a slab of brisket on top of it. Okay, the the holy field. It's like seven fifty. You won't be able to move for a couple hours, but boy, howdy, is it delicious. Um, so you know, just shut up. All right. <laughs> Which part of Texas? What? Which part of Texas? Austin. Oh, uh, I was just in Austin, like in July. Thanks for, you know. Well, all right. I didn't know you're out there. I think I, I was in Europe. It's all right. I was probably would have tried to take me to some barbecue place, and I <laughs> I might have tried the crossover though, because I think you, I think you might like the the taco or the um, burger crossover. What do you think? 
I don't know. We probably could have had too much to drink and stuck over to Mexico and done some wild shit over there too. That's, that's <laughs> actually a bad way to go into Mexico. You, you know, want, it's a little yeah, thing. That's true. You don't want to go that way. <laughs> You're right. You live and you learn. So yeah. one thing on my bucket list and I'll, and I'll close with this is I want to go to Mexico and come back with a litter of puppies. That's, that's <laughs> on my bucket list. One thing that I wish I could do. Um, all right, fellas, it's been a blast. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. It's going to be like nine 30 Eastern ish and we'll be around for like 60 to 90 minutes ish. And it's going to be a good time. And, uh, J Mike, would you like to, uh, say this next word with me? Would love to. Thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. You ready? <gasps> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>